better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Hey everyone, welcome back to Better Skills, Better Better Doctors. We're actually still in Austin, Texas uh, post-Harmonize training, which was this past weekend. Sorry, we're just a little spent. (laughs) And this is how it goes after these weekends. They're so good. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of thinking. Um, And then we get to a week out and we're both a little... (laughs) a little tired. So we are actually still at our vacation rental or our house rental and um, waiting to just killing some time before we go to the airport. So we figured let's let's record a little podcast to summarize our experience with this past weekend's Harmonize. So first of all, I want to give a shout out to this particular cohort, this um, the attendees that we had this past weekend. You all, if you're listening, you all were excellent Um, and excellent because you came, you were ready to work, you were really focused, you were very open-minded to learning new things or at least hearing different perspectives. And um, so we really appreciate that. I think that made the whole experience much more fun, rewarding, interesting. Lots of, I don't know, my brain's not working so well. (laughs) But either way, you all are really excellent. And um, so we thank you for coming, you know, coming all this way to join us, learn from us, and and really work, work hard. And we hope that is already paying off for you and your clinics on the, uh, when you came back on Monday, or at least this week. So what else did we learn in terms of, you know, teaching this past weekend? Well, I think that we learned, hi everyone, this is Michael. I know I'm not typically on the podcast as much these days, but uh, here we are. One of the things that that really jumped out at me, and it it consistently jumps out um, pretty much every time we teach, is that people are sort of beside themselves with how simple things can be. And I was talking with one of the, the participants, and she said something that I thought was very interesting when I said, well, you could just use that one formula. It really fits the pattern well. And she said, I know, but I, I just feel like I'm cheating. And that was fascinating to me because it was such a, a great moment of insight where I think that we struggle to reconcile that we've been taught that it has to be more complicated than, than it actually is. And this is a practitioner who actually is using the system and was using the system prior to even coming to Harmonize and getting the results that we get very similar and, uh, and using these simple formula strategies. And yet, even in the midst of the training, she said, gosh, I still feel like I'm cheating. That's a fascinating perspective to me. And I think that it shows up every single time. It might be one of the hardest things for people to reconcile that despite large amounts of training, tons of formulas, tons of different individual herbs that when it comes down to it, when the diagnosis is really clear, 
you can just select a formula that just fits really well and uh and you're off to the races and the patients respond incredibly well so that that was a big one that jumped out for me and a big one that jumped out for me i'm not sure if this really jumped out it's actually something that we kind of have been aware of for a while is that but every time we've done this is our third harmonize that we've done and it's something that we see you know consistently across the board is that we're not as a profession like there's no standard when it comes to how to speak to patients uh you know i get it i'm i'm someone who we we everybody will complain about their business lack of business training uh in Chinese medicine school, I have a tendency to give Chinese medicine schools a little bit of slack because they are medical programs and not business programs. But you don't even have to, it's not even, I don't even know if it's considered necessarily business. I think this still comes under the umbrella of how to practice as a doctor is how to speak to your patients, how to set expectations from the beginning. I expect you to get this much better over this much time. Most people are not given that, you know, when we go to Chinese medicine school. And so we kind of, and there's no residency program attached to Chinese medicine school, unlike other medical programs. And so our residency is basically opening a business and trying out. (laughs) So, um, and I'm not even talking about sales. Sales is a whole other thing. This is just simply speaking to your patients and setting expectations of how often they should be coming in, for how long overall, and the percentage of improvement that I expect over time as you hit markers. So um, that's one thing. That's the biggest glaring problem, I guess we're going to call it, whenever we do these, is that people just don't have any experience or any knowledge pre, you know, during Chinese medicine school before they open their practice and how to do this. And it's so important because this is the basis of patient compliance. When a patient is compliant and committed to their care, then they get better. (laughs) Right. And that's why we do this, right? We trying to make people feel better. So, um, so what we do in harmonize in it, you know, it's always, we, we offer scripts. We do a lot of script drilling and I love scripts, but I didn't used to love scripts. I used to think that they're, kind of, I don't know, robotic and little whatever. I had all kinds of objections to them. And I'm fairly certain that whenever we do present scripts to our, during our training, people will have that first come up as well, those thoughts. But once you start using them, you realize this is the standard of language that everybody has been missing. And you can adjust it to, you know, your own authenticity, your own voice. But you at least this we offer some kind of starting point so that you're that you can speak to your patients in a clear and concise manner and so that they know what to expect and you know what to expect. And, you know, the, it takes all of that, you know, kind of wishy-washy, confusing, fumbling when you're trying to explain to a patient, you know, how often they want to come because this is exactly what patients need to know that's what they're coming to you for they want to know how long is it going to take for me to feel better and oftentimes we kind of fumble around with that very answer so that's what I noticed mostly
I think for the introverts out there, especially, the idea of script drilling sounds terrifying and awful. And despite my media personality and when you see me in seminars, I'm actually extremely introverted. And so um, it takes a lot to put myself out there. And, and so I feel your pain when we sit down and we do these drills. But the one thing I learned from a lot of the introverts in the room is that when you do it in a safe place like this, in a seminar situation, so you're not learning on the fly in front of a patient, you gain a lot more confidence and you become a lot more relaxed. Now, obviously, the first time you sit across from even a colleague in a learning environment, it's a little awkward and funny, but you can laugh about it and there's really no consequence to it, which makes it fun. And then by the second or third time you've run through the script, you're starting to realize, wow, this feels way better. It feels safer. It feels cleaner. I feel like I'm conveying information and all of the information that I need to to the patient so they're not confused at all. I've set these signposts along the way that I expect for their for their improvement. And it makes it a lot better on the receiving end, too, because the patient knows exactly what you expect from them, and they know exactly what they can expect from you. It's a very clear and uh, concise way of communicating. And I think with something like herbal medicine, it really makes the difference for the patient to say, yeah, absolutely, I'll do this. So that was a really great uh, thing that I noticed, and I noticed it at every class, that the, um, that the drilling of the scripts at first is weird, and by the end it actually becomes people's favorite thing in a lot of ways. So this is going to be a short one. We just wanted to, like I said, we <laughs> we have a little extra time, and I figured let's let's record something for the podcast since um, we missed it last week, I believe, right? Yeah, I think we didn't put one out last week. So because we were here, so or maybe we did. I think I actually pre-scheduled oh, yeah. one. Oh, maybe I'm more on top of things than I thought. <laughs> so I'm not perfect. So um, oh, I just wanted to say one last thing. Um, the January Harmonize is sold out. So if, if this is something that you've been thinking about coming to, we have a waiting list open for April. We don't have a location decided yet, but if you want to hop on the wait list, so when we do decide on the location, um, you can be the first to apply tcm-hub.com slash wait list. And you'll be able to hop on the email list for that, and we'll, we'll send an email announcement here probably in the next, uh, I would say, three to four weeks about where things are going to be in April. And hopefully open registration or open uh, the application process for that one since January sold out way faster than we thought it would. So thanks everyone for listening and I'm going to turn it over to Rebecca for the close. Any other closing thoughts? Uh, <laughs> We're passing around a tiny little microphone between the two of us. Um, this is our mobile setup. Uh, yeah. Uh, no thoughts other than um, yeah. Waitlist and I think that's it. Thanks for listening. We're going to go get some fried chicken. Okay.